Yes, Counter-Attack Podcast. Daps, I'm back again. Um, we've got two podcasts for you this week. Obviously, this is the normal um, one with a player. And then we've got the guys back in this week, just trying to figure out what day is good for everyone else. So, um, yeah, guys, get liking, subscribing, sharing. Um, today, I have got um, the Angel of the North, apparently. That's his name. Adam Armstrong. Um, so, as normal, just gonna have a little chit chat with him, you know, talk about his form, you know, because he's championship top goal scorer right now. Long may it continue. And um, yeah, just chat, you know how we do. It's not no interview or anything, it's just a random chit chat conversation. So, I'm gonna bring him in now. Make sure you guys keep liking, subscribing, and sharing. Adam Armstrong plays for Blackburn Rovers, and we're gonna get it in. So I'm going to bring him in now. Just waiting for him to come in. Oh, oh, oh. Ah, uh, he's got that doggy Wi-Fi. This is an awkward moment because you're literally just looking at me on the screen. Like, oh, he's gone. Oh, no, he's back. I'm in, I'm in. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, all good, mate, all good. Oh, okay. It, it, it said that you went out for a sec. I don't know. It said that you left. I can't hear it. But in, uh... No, I can't now, I can't now. But, yeah. Okay, cool. Wait, wait. It's a bit fuzzy. Okay. I've got you. <laughs> Does that kill the intro bit in that? Second? Does that kill the in introduction in that? Oh, no. To be honest, my introductions are always a bit underwhelming, so... There's, there's nothing, <laughs> nothing can really kill it. Just probably just brighten it up a bit more. But um, yes, Adam, what's going on, man? Not a lot, mate. Not a lot. Good to be here. Good to have a little chat with you. Love that. Love that. Um, yeah, I told Brad to to get you on, um, but I didn't want to. It's, it's slowly becoming a Blackburn podcast. Trying <laughs> 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 to get the lads on. Pardon? Trying to get all the boys on. Yeah, so I've had, like, obviously I normally get players on anyway, but recently I just feel like I've had so many Blackburn players. I've, obviously I've had Brad, I've had Yuna, I've had Benno. It's because we're flying, and, isn't it? Yeah. You know I mean? I've had Danny Graham when he, was, when he was with you lot. Yeah, yeah. Do you miss him? Uh, you know what, yeah. He's, um, he was a big character in the change room, wasn't he? So, it's, um, like you said, he's a, he's a big miss, like, but he's a big... Uh, He's a funny lad, so he's um, Mr. on the change room and that. But yeah. he's flying now when he was Sunderland, and I think they're flying now as well. Oh, I haven't even um, looked at um, how he's doing yet. I need to. Um, what are they? Are they doing well? They started off well, Sunderland. I think so, mate. Yeah, I think they've. I think he's been on the bench the first few games, but then he's been getting on and that, and I think he scored in the cup and mm. flying. I think. So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But yeah, Mr. Angel of the North. First question for you. First question: Where did that name come from? Do you know what it was? We had a um, we had a game against against Bristol, I think it was Bristol away, and uh, I was on the bench, and um, Brad scored actually in the game, and it was it was one one nil, mm. and I went through and scored, and like all the fans were just abusing his mate like on the side. <laughs> I just kind of just went went there and just stood like that, mate, <laughs> smiling, just proper straight face. 
And then I seen a tweet after it. It was like the end of the North. And I thought, uh, it's stuck. So I just, just kept on doing it. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that, that is your celebration now, isn't it? So, it has to be, man. It has to be. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. And how much joy do you get from that? Just giving it to fans when you score, when they've been getting onto you? Um, look, it, fans are fans on them. You know, I, I was a fan myself, so I was probably the same. <laughs> uh, but like you said, mate, it's just giving it to them when a bit, bit of banner goes back and forth and when you score, it's, a, it's an unreal feeling, especially when the away fans are behind you as well and give fans from uh, the Angel of the North. Yeah, I love that. You must miss the fans, though, right, in these games. That's boring, man. It's not, it's not the same, is it? Like you said, it's, I'm a football fan myself, so I like to go to games and that, and it's just boring, mate. You can't... It's not the same, like... How do you feel about it anyway? How, how do you feel about it? Um, I don't like it, to be honest. Obviously, a lot of the time I'm watching it on TV now, so, you know, you get the background. The background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not the same. Like, I watched um, Bayern Munich versus Hoffenheim the other day. Mm. And Bayern Munich versus Sevilla. And they've got real fans in now. Yeah, there was fans there, wasn't there? I've seen that. Yeah, they've got, and it just adds to it. Like, it's so much, it's so much better. It's the same on the pitch. It's like you're playing, and you know what it's like. You know, last ten minutes when you need a goal, like f- fans just big you up, don't they? And the crowd goes nuts. And but like you said, it's you've got to stick to these guidelines, haven't you? And but I seen a tweet. I seen a tweet the other day. It was like, so you're allowed three hundred passengers on a plane. Yeah. You can go to you can go to pubs, restaurants, mm-hmm. but you can't safely have about a thousand fans that spread around the stadium. Yeah. Like, it's, it's I don't know, mate, but. Is it, but have you noticed yet? Yeah, because I've been seeing a couple games where little by little, it just looks like there's people in these stadiums anyway. It's not just the it's not just the teams. It's, I know, I, I know. It's, it's like there's loads of people there, isn't there? Games, and you think, where are all these coming from? Yeah, the fans in. I might. I, I think what's going to start happening little by little, you're just going to just, it's just you're just going to force their hands, and they're going to have to give him because it makes no sense. It makes no sense. No. Fans and to be to be totally honest with you, but um, like it's not the same, is it? Maybe you should um, not have fans because you're flying right now without them. Uh, yeah, we are. We've, we've had a great start, haven't we? Um, five and three. Five and three. Yeah, it's it's going well. Um, like you said, the lads have just kind of just went from last season. You know, being so close to the playoffs, mm. and like just took confidence from last season. Really, and we just seem to be. Seem to be working well together, and um, everyone's trying to like push each other, you know, to be to be the best we can. And mm. obviously, your boy Brad's flying at the minute. I'm flying, and hopefully that continues, mate. Because you know what this league's like. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And would you say that anything like dramatically changed like during the short off season for you guys to come back and be flying the way you are? Um. Like you said, not really, because we lost we lost quite a few quite a few players, so we're pretty short going into preseason. Mm. Um, but like you said, just confidence from the first. I know we got beat the first game, but we but did really well. Like, that, yeah, and uh, it's just from training, mate. The preseason's been really good. Um, I think if you ask Brad, if you ask the lads, uh, everyone feels way fitter than last season. Oh, is I it? Think that's probably, that's probably the main thing, mate, because we're just literally from. From the minute go we're back, we're just running constantly, and it's that's what we've been doing in games, haven't we? So, 
Yeah. Like you said, hopefully that hopefully that keeps up and we'll keep on keep on scoring loads of goals. I mean, hopefully. I mean, um, there's like, well, I don't know if it's whispers anymore, but you've been actually like tipped to be one of the leading scorers this year. I don't know if you've heard much about that. And when you hear things like that, tell the truth. Like, what does it do for you for your for your confidence and for your for your ego? Um, it's just I don't know, mate. It's like there's a I've looked at the league and that, and there's obviously a lot of a lot of good strikers in the league, but because I've never been like named like being talked about about being a top goal scorer like before like it's been like i mean i've done well in league one and and stuff but now that started this well like the pressure's on you know what i mean but Mm. i just take every game as it comes mate and hopefully come the end of the season that i am i am near the top if not the top but obviously that is one of your your targets to to finish the season I don't want to put that pressure on, on you. For to, um, I don't want to put that pressure on you to say top goal scorer, but you are looking to be in and amongst them, surely, at the end of the season. Have to be, mate. I just feel, I just feel like from last season, I've got, a, I've always had targets of like beating the season before. So mm. if I can score more goals than last season, then, then for me that's a that's a, that's a plus. And um, but if it's not top goal scorer, I won't be very happy. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> what did you get last season? You got seventeen or something, didn't it? 17, mate, yeah. So anything over 17 would be would be great and hopefully that's around the top, around the top. Yeah. Um, how long have you been at Blackburn now? Is this your fourth year? Um, well, I signed on loan, didn't I? Um, and then I signed the season after. I think it's been, this is the third year. This has been, this is the third year. So. As it. How do you like life at, at Blackburn? I'm loving it, mate. Yeah, I'm loving it. You know, I've, Settled down here now, you know, I've been like for three years now, so mm. kind of just everything I'm used to everything down here and makes it makes a massive difference when you um when you're playing well and the team's playing well, like have, just way more chilled and way less pressure. So, have you noticed the team over the years like actually become better, or do you feel like you've been involved in better teams, better Blackburn, better Blackburn teams over the years, or have you progressively seen the progress you guys have made over the years? Yeah, I've seen it from the start, mate. Like the progression, like from obviously coming on loan, um, the gaff had said straight away that he wants to progress his team and, and try and get to the Premier League. And that's what we've done really since I've been here. Like the team's got better, I feel. Um, and like you said, we've had a great start, haven't we? So let's hope that, that can keep up. Like, but you never know in this, in this championship, like we touched on before, it's anyone can beat anyone. So we just have to keep, keep the confidence in the, in the team, really. Yeah. Um, it's 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 like it's funny you say that, but you never know about this um, like this league because obviously I don't want this to happen. But you guys, you won your 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 flying goals are going in, but in this division you could easily go <laughs> five games without winning, just just I, like that. So you got yeah. go it. It happened. It happened last year, didn't it? We were. I mean. You go through stages, mate. Like you see teams, like who you think you should be on paper, but it's it's never like that. Like I think last season we actually done better against the better teams. Mm. Uh, like you said, this league's nuts, isn't it? Like yeah. you can go to a away game thinking you're going to win, and you just get battered. It's it's crazy. Uh, that's who, the league. Who, like who do you look at in the league and think, ah, oh, we need to look out for them this year. If if there is a team, obviously it's early days, but when you look at maybe how they carried on from last year or 
signings that they've made during the off-season. Who do you look at as like, uh, if we if we manage to better them, then we'll be up there? It's hard, isn't it? Because like you said, there's so many, like anyone beats anyone, but yeah. I feel like you've always got to look at teams that come down from the from the Prem, you know, because I think Norwich, Bournemouth, have still got the same, they've still got the same players. Like, I don't think anyone's really left. Um, so we obviously we had a test against Bournemouth, didn't we? First game of the season, and it was we felt like we could cope with them. So we were like, well, if we can keep up with this sort of team, and they're going to be around it, we know at the end of the season, mm. then surely we'll be, we'll be fine and, and pushing playoffs as well. Is um is Josh King still at um, Bournemouth? I think he is still there, but he hasn't been playing, has he? I think he's been linked with a few clubs. But okay. okay. I think if he plays, he'll be a massive problem in this division, like. Yeah, I don't think they've lost too many at all. Obviously, they've lost Callum Wilson. Just Wilson and Newcastle, I think. I'm sure that's the only one. And Fraser. Keeper as well. Keeper and Fraser. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsdale went uh, to Sheffield. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's what I mean. And yeah, Callum and Fraser went to your old team, Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle, yeah. You still look out for Newcastle? Always, mate. Yeah, it's like, I was boy boys' club, wasn't I? I know I grew up there. Massive Newcastle fan, and I've still got mates there who are playing, and made to support the team. So I'm always, I'm always checking for the results and stuff. And yesterday was a bit crazy. Like, did you see yesterday's? Yesterday, ah, oh, the, the last minute penalty with the handball and stuff. Ah, oh, this you you must be so happy that VAR ain't in the championship. Not in the champ. <laughs> it's just I I I don't know I don't know what to say about it. It's just everyone seems to say it's like. It's just not working. Like it's you're in a game and then you stop them for two, three minutes to see a decision. Like, I mean, you seen a man, man news game, didn't you? That the full time whistle actually went. Yeah, exactly. And then they brought it back. They brought it back for a pen. Yeah. Like, a few of the Brighton lads were celebrating. Like what a result that was. Get a draw and <laughs> yeah. turns around and gives it a pen. That's, that's what I'm saying. And the thing is, yeah, like with those handballs and everything, you in championship obviously you don't have VAR, but are they still? Have there been decisions that you've seen or that you've heard where they've actually given those handballs? Because it seems to be a thing where they don't really give it, but then VAR brings it back up and then, then they give it. Yeah. So I think is that still- the, I just think it's better. I feel like, well, I'm not used to it because we've never played with VAR. Do you know what I mean? But it, it's obviously 50 50 because you can get it some games and you can get it against you another game. But mm. I feel like in the champ, there's not many like massive decisions to make. Like, I feel like the ref either sees it or he doesn't and you just get on with it. Do you know what I mean? But that's, how it, like, that's how it should be. And yeah, I think that's been t- obviously taken away from the game because of VAR. But but then again, you see the other side of it of like, you know, when you see elbows and, and yeah. stuff like that, that's that's when VAR's really good, isn't it? So. Yeah, but do, do you know what? Like, I don't want to bring up the whole VAR dis- discussion and debate, but I just think it just adds to, like, it's football. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, just... No. You just want to just... have the pundits speak about it, don't you? Saying, look, like, imagine if this was in, like, 20 years ago, yeah, it'd be, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't hear about it, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. VAR. Like, if you said 20 years ago, oh, the next 20 years is going to be VAR, like, computerised, mm. you'd, you'd just laugh at them, wouldn't you? But, do you think it's, it's ruining the game, though? Um, I don't know. Like you said, it's decisions on both sides. So, if you're, in, if you're in Newcastle or Brighton yesterday or Saturday, whenever it was... Yeah. Wasn't it? Like wasn't. That's what you think about. Mm. If, on the other hand, you'd be fuming if that's your team. Like saying, "Oh, bars rubbish. Bars this." Do you know what I mean? 
Mm. I think though, like because because of you know not just the VAR thing, but other factors as well. I think more people are going to watch. If I think I've, I've been starting to see it that like more people are watching Championship football now, because mm. before before you won't really like you knew about Championship football, but unless you've got invested interest in it, a lot of people weren't really watching it. Whereas now. A load of people are actually just tuning into Championship football. It might be because it's just pure football, no VAR. Yeah. yeah. Also, as well, the quality, the quality is. Um, it's, got it's got way better, I think, Championship. Mm. I think everyone will tell you that, mate. The week from playing, and I've played it for a three, three or four seasons now, and mate, the standards just went, for just went so high. Oh, you notice it from first year to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just now. the quality, just bringing better players in. Mm. Everyone's just. It's just way more challenging, and anyone can beat anyone. I mean, you got a, in the Prem, you've got the top six teams who, who more than likely on paper win every week, don't they? But in the champ, it's probably the opposite, mate. It's just anyone can beat anyone, and I think everyone said that about this league. Yeah, since since you've been playing that championship football, which which team have you noticed has had like the biggest come up? If you had to pick one, um, I think Brentford have had a. Oh, really yeah. good progression, aren't they? I mean, I don't think they've ever got the Premier League, but mm. from where they've been and the squad and who they're selling and players that they're bringing on and obviously Ollie Watkins going away and talks of Benarama, like, they've just came from kind of nothing, really. It was kind of like, oh, Brentford, but now, like, people go, oh, Brentford, a very good yeah. team now. Like, they're like, almost like household names. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? People were who... Like casual fans of championship football or whatever might look at championship and think, oh, Brentford's just going to be up there. Just yeah. even though they don't really know much about Brentford, but the name no. is just, just rings bells. But I definitely feel like you, I'm not just saying this because you're here and because obviously you've got friends that play, but I think you guys should be up there if you keep your players fit. Because I don't think you've got a big squad. I don't... Nah, it's not, it's not the biggest. Um... I think that's what kind of killed us last season, kind of getting injuries at, at wrong times and stuff. Um, and obviously, like you said, the transfer windows comes, players go, players leave. And like you said, the championship's like a long, long slug, isn't it? 48 eight games, is it? 46 games? Like, long. players get injured, mate. It's, it's, it's horrible, isn't it? Um, but luckily, hopefully, we, we can stay fit this season, mate, and be in and around it again last season and really try and get in the playoffs. I think that's what everyone wants, you know, like, we're not yeah. stupid. Yeah. All footballers want to want to try and get in the Premier League. And I think, to be fair, there's probably, like, I would say there's 12 teams who could get in the playoffs this year, like, who could really push for it. Because last year it was the same, like, so it's only going to get better this year. So, yeah. I think anyone could be in it, really. Yeah, I think it's just about trying to get those moments of consistency, as always in Championship football. So, you know, if you guys can go on a little run, and no doubt you will have the blip, but just hope that your blips don't last as long as, as yeah. they had. Well, you seen with um, you seen it with Villa, didn't you? Uh, it was a two seasons ago. They were like, yeah, in the bottom of the table at Christmas, and then just went on a mad run and exactly. ended up getting promoted. So. Exactly. Even like the other way around, where Brentford looked like unbeatable, come back from lockdown and yeah, 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 almost bottled it. Well, they did bottle it. Do you know what I mean? So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who have you guys still got to come back? That Bradley Dak needs to come back. Uh, Bradley Dak, we've got Corey Evans, um, Sam Gallagher's back training now. 
Mm. Um, obviously, got the new signing, Ayala, who's hasn't had much fitness, so I think he's playing for the 23s and that this week. Um, trying to think of else. I don't want to forget anyone and get, get rinsed. Trav. Um, who? Trav. Trav, obviously. I think Trav may have a, a long injury, I think, though. They're, they're, the lads I've said are pretty much like back on the grass, you know, so hopefully they're not, not long. But yeah. I think Trav's um, getting an operation, I think. Um, yeah. Hopefully he gets better soon. Do you see any more that transfers going in? You as a player, in fact, yeah? Do you ever sit there, look around the change room and think, oh, we need a couple more bodies in that? Like, we need this, like, we need this player, that player, because obviously a manager is going to have the final say, the club's going to have the final say, but you guys are on the pitch. And, you know, sometimes you might be playing a match and you might, you know, you might go back thinking, this is what we need, this is what we need. Are you able to go to your manager and say, look, we need this, we need that, or do you just stay out of it and just wait to see who comes in? We just stay out of it, mate, as footballers. I've never been to a club where players have been like, oh, we need this, we need that. Like, I think it's just, Trusting obviously your manager and the, and the scouts and stuff, and I think we're we're nowhere near it really. You know, we we see lads coming and just like there could be someone in tomorrow for all we know. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like that's how that's how bad it. Is. Well, not bad. It's it's a good thing, isn't it? You want you want players in, and you always want players to 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 compete in the start eleven. Do you know what I mean? You don't want to mm. you don't want it to be easy and you know knowing that you're going to play every week. Like for me as a footballer, I want I want someone to come in and. Like pushes, do you know what I mean? I want. I think everyone's the same. So, would you would you look at yourself and think you're starting every week? Though, tell the truth. Uh, <laughs> just for the uh, just for the form I'm in, me, I'd I'd be pretty good if I just got dropped randomly, like so. Mm. And is you must enjoy days like these or times like these because there was a time, like you said, at you know your boyhood club Newcastle, where it wasn't happening for you and. Um, and then even though you went to Coventry and you did well at Coventry, didn't you get 20? You got 20 goals in the season, right? Yeah, 20 goals, yeah. Yeah, you got 20 goals. And then went back to Newcastle and for whatever reason, it just didn't happen. So, like, what was that like for you? Because it's your boyhood club. Yeah. You don't want to leave, but at the same time, you might have to. Um, I kind of... It's hard because I went on loan obviously a few times before obviously signing for Blackburn on a perm. So... Mm. I kind of just learned more about football, like about myself. Um, and I knew that it wasn't just going to be, look, you've came from Newcastle, like you made the debut at 17. Mm. That I wasn't just going to walk into the Newcastle's first team. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I had my experiences going on loan. And um, thankfully, Blackburn took an interest to, to sign us. And I think it's hard leaving, obviously, it's hard leaving your boys, your boys club, like where you grew up. Like, obviously, all my mates are Newcastle fans. Like, Leaving all them, leaving family at home. But yeah. I kind of knew that's football, and it's probably the best decision I've made, mate, for how well I've done so far. So, so with with that being said, how important is it for? In fact, not important, but you know there are a load of players who they might be at a big club right now, but like the young players, they might be at a big club, but they're not playing. They're getting on the bench, yeah. you know, resis or whatnot. But then, you know, they're not really, really playing. Like, how big of a how big of a challenge is it to know when to go out and just be like, you know what, I've got to leave and get the football or stay? I think you've just got to be the bigger man, I think. I know it's hard because you're still young, like, you're still 18, 19, on the bench for the first team, like you said before, playing for the 23s and stuff. But 
it's good. you've got to have some some balls about you and just be like, you know what, I want to play. This is what this is what I want to do. Yeah. Like, that's how that's how the mentality I had. I was like, oh, I want to play week in week out. Like that's what I, that's what I know. That's what I've grew up doing. Um, so to get the, to get the opportunity to come to Blackburn um, was was huge for me. Uh, like you said, mate, done 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 well. I think I've over over two hundred appearances at twenty three. So. Yeah. Can't really complain. I've set out to what I want to do, and that's play every every week, really. Tony Mowbray was your um, manager at Coventry, right? Yeah, Coventry. Yeah, he, uh, he took us at Coventry when I was seventeen, eighteen, uh, just from the twenty threes football, and went straight to men's football, and it was like a massive difference, you know, from from going from twenty threes, such like nice football, like passing it along the ground, you know, not really bothered if you win or not because it's all progression. Yeah, just to proper men like and every point matters because people are playing people are playing for like to pay your mortgage and stuff you know and mm-hmm. pay your bills and every point matters to get bonuses and stuff like that and that's it that was the big eye opener for me like if you want to be a footballer like this is the you're in the real world now like everything matters so. you know, I'm so happy I'm so happy you said that because like I say that all the time like, whenever, whenever I was playing and whatnot like when, when I was younger it wasn't. It, it was nice to play football, but when you're playing with people who, like you said, it's their mortgages and do you know what yeah. I mean? This is their life. So yes, yeah. they love playing football, but listen, don't come and mess up with my, <laughs> my money or my checks or whatever. So you got to really come in and, and dig deep. So it's. I'm happy you said that because a lot of people watching, they probably don't realize that that this is it's real life for some people. Yeah. yeah. Like outside of football, you've got you've got families and like you said, and mortgages to pay and bills and everything matters, you know. And I'm not saying that everyone who I know is all about money. Like it's oh, no, of, like, course not. of course not. So, I would say probably ninety ninety five percent just everyone wants to win. Like mm. when it, like the winning mentality is just crazy. We have gone from twenty threes football to the first team really quick. It's just like the winning mentality is so so higher than just growing up through 18s football and 23s, you know, because back, like, back then it didn't, didn't matter if you won or not. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah. Do you think that under-23s prepares you properly for... Obviously, it's different for different teams, but for you personally, yeah. do you feel like 23s football prepares you properly for men's football? Um, like you said, it's a hard one. It depends where you go, isn't it? But... I think I think the, the, the biggest thing is just the points, playing for points and playing for something that matters because for 23s football, as much as you want to win, you're still playing just to progress, to try and get in the first team. Mm. Like, so your mentality is not, I definitely need to win this game. It's mm. kind of like just show the manager that you can play in the first team, isn't it? But to play men's football straight away, like you said, where everything matters, I feel like, I feel like there needs to be an in-between of where like, the 23s can play some. I think it's starting to happen now, isn't it? With the, is it the Johnson? It used to be the Johnson Pay Trophy. Oh, where they can um, play with like the 23s now. 23s now play, don't they? So I think that's way better, way yeah. better for them because they're coming, coming across men and stuff. But I never had that when I was when I was coming up. It was always just 23s leagues and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's a very good idea because even when I've when I play and when pre-season football, we'll play against like. The, the, the pro teams or whatever maybe yeah, yeah. and they come down and they've got their youngsters and they get pumped yeah pumped because they're just not 
like yeah, yeah. ability wise they've got it but men, yeah men, men's, men's football is just it's just so different man but you know hopefully you know they do find that balance and I do think more and more teams should actually be going you know having lower teams I'm mean, having their younger teams playing men's football but yeah. we'll see anyway but yeah after Coventry you went back now and this is an interesting thing for me because you know with loan systems you you loan out a player hope he does well obviously yeah, yeah. you did well at Coventry your mindset coming back after scoring 20 goals that's all you can do if if you go out and say I'm going to score 20 goals in a season that's a good season yeah. so you've gone back what's your mindset like was, was there ever a thing where you're like I've, I've proven myself that I can do it now I want to now, now well, was it a thing where you, you're thinking I want to go and now challenge or was it a thing of mm, they might not still be having me um, it's hard isn't it like but obviously I went on loan to Comrie done like you said really well scored 20 goals and stuff mm. went back in Newcastle and I think at the time they'd been there'd been changes for management. I think Benitez came in. They had McLaren before that. So I wasn't there with McLaren. Yeah. Then he got sacked and then Benitez. So I've had like th- three managers before I even went back. Do you know what I mean? Who brought you into the Newcastle team? Was it Pardew? Am I right? Pardew brought me in, yeah. Okay, okay. Cool, cool, cool. And then McLaren came in. But I wasn't there with him. I was obviously on loan. Um, but like you said, I came back to Newcastle from Coventry. Um not expecting to just walk into the castle team like mm. they they then they then got relegated to the championship that year i think yeah it was i think yeah I so know. i was thinking so i've done league one okay um because of being relegated to the championship i was thinking oh surely i'll get a, more of a chance this year mm. um just a kid signed the new contract at Newcastle, so i thought oh like buzzing the must obviously want us to be around and stick around and like I said, it was, just, it was just opinions at the time. Um, we had we had great goal scorers at Newcastle at that time. I think we had Mitrovic. Who was that? Mitrovic. Who was? Mike Hill. Oh yeah. Um, Perez. Oh yeah. Um, so we had a, we had a great forward line, um, and obviously going at the champ. But then I went on loan to another Championship club. So to Barnsley. So that was kind of hard to take at first. It was like, well, I'm going on loan to the same division. It was pretty weird, but. And did I, I read really, somewhere? I think I read somewhere that they wouldn't allow you to have your pick of teams, like certain teams that you wanted to go to. Um, yeah, it was a, it was clubs who wanted us, who were interested. Uh, for all I know, um, and they were only letting us go to like the clubs that had came up from League One, because obviously the, the other clubs would be contenders with Newcastle in their mind, mm. uh, which I understand. Uh, but but like you said, I I ended up going to Barnsley. And, I really enjoyed my time at Barnsley. I think I played 30, 36 games in the champ, which is what I needed. Mm. I think I scored like eight goals, eight, seven or eight goals. So, um, just an eye-opener. Eye opener. Yeah, let's bring that up right now. Um, Barnsley, 34, six goals. It's crazy because, like, what was that like for you? Like, obviously you scored 20. Did you kind of think that this is my level now? I'm always just going to get 20. Um, it was an eye-opener going from the championship that year, obviously from League One. Mm. I mean, it's just 
not to be big time and often, but just the def- like the defenders were just way quicker and way stronger and could read the game way better than than League One defenders. Yeah, that's what that's what probably hit us hard. Like some of my runs that I was making, it just was like we're just getting barged out of the way with the defenders and stuff, and and obviously defenders were just as quick, so mm. I had to adjust my game and. I learned through that again. So, Barnsley was a great experience, you know, 36 games under yeah, my belt. That's so. a lot of games. Yeah. That's a lot of games, man. And um, oh, that's, looking at your thing, that's the most you played in a season, right? For, for Barnsley? Yeah, 34 games. Oh, no, no, Coventry, you got 40 appearances. Oh, yeah, I think I played last season, I played 40-something for Blackburn as well. Cool. Oh yeah, I'm looking at it. Just combined all your things on your wiki, so you've got 93 appearances so far, and you're banging in goals. Who would you say is like now in the championship over recent years? Is there someone who? No, first, is there a team you don't look particularly look forward to playing against or going there because they give you a hard time? And who's the toughest defender you come up against? Um, I'll touch on that. Was from. Coming from League One to the Championship the year after with Barnsley, we played um, we played Brighton away, mm. and uh, I was up front by myself. I remember it, and I was up, and I was up against Duffy and Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I just got smashed about. Like I was like, bloody hell! Is this, 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 this what the Championship's about? <laughs> just got lifted off big Duffy and Dunk, and they they battered us. Obviously, they ended up getting promoted that season. So, mm. that's my excuse. I'm like, oh, well, they got promoted, didn't they? So, yeah, they got promoted, so, yeah. Pre- well, what about a recent season, like last season? Um, what team's coming up against? No, defenders first. Like, um, um, you don't really like playing against. No, no I don't want to say like, because then when this gets out, I think you're scared of them. But, like, who, who, gives, you a tough, who gives you a tough time? Which defenders? Um... Le- Leeds gave us a tough time last season. Uh, I can imagine. Ben White and Cooper, they were they were solid. Like, mm. I, I'd, they they were very good actually. Obviously, Ben White went uh, went back to Brighton now, wasn't he? Um, but he was he was tough to play against. You know, he's just he was very quick upstairs, so he knew like knew what runs were you making, and mm. he was always up your ass and like just proper solid defender. And he's shown it now, wasn't he, in the, in the Premier League? So. Fair play, oh my. Are you surprised by how Leeds have, have gone so far? No, I'm not surprised. Me, I, I knew that like since coming the champ, they've been the team to beat every year, even though they haven't been a, like in the top two and stuff. They've always been the team who you want to beat. And I used to, Ellen Road was unbelievable. You know, I go when the fans were there, mm. like it was just electric. The fans were mint, um, and that really helped them. Um, so I wasn't surprised seeing them get the Premier League. I think they were probably the team that deserved it the most because they were just quality from 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 the start of the season till right at the end. I don't think they had any blips really. Do you think they're gonna um, when you look at them play? Do you think they can? I know it's very very early, but do you think they can? They've got it in them to get top top ten. So we, we saw Sheffield United do it last season when they come up. Do you think Liverpool can can. I'm not Liverpool, so do you think these can? Um, you know, repeat that. Who knows, mate? I think they've st- like you said, they've started off really well, haven't they? Uh, and that's what Chef you done. Mm. No one, no one thought Chef you were going to be in the top ten, did they? When they first mm. went up, 
Mm. They smashed it, didn't they? So who says that Leeds can't do it? Uh, they've got they've got the players to do it. I think they've got the quality. Mm. Like you said, it's just coming up against way better teams than than the Championship. So hopefully they can they can do well. You seen it against Liverpool, didn't they? They did all right, didn't they? Exactly. Who did they play? Was it Sheffield United? You played Sheffield United yesterday, right? Sheffield United won, didn't they? One now. Sheffield United and they played someone else as well. I can't remember. But like, I've actually put Leeds as my like, surprise team, even though it's not really a surprise anymore. But um, before the season started, I said Leeds, honestly, they're going to surprise a whole load of people because, number one, they've got a manager who, well, he's, he's where he belongs now in regards to the Premier League, but he was managing below his level. That's number one. Number two, the way they play is so hard to... I support Arsenal and, I'm not, and Leeds played Arsenal last year, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And in the FA Cup. And that first half, they absolutely bopped us. Like, <laughs> bopped us. And the only thing that saved us, in my opinion, was the fact that they faded. They faded. Yeah. And... Yeah. And, you know, I think now, coming up, I don't think a lot of teams are going to be able to like, deal with it. Yeah, I don't think, because they're relentless. And, you know, it remains to be seen, because I think later, later in the year, in the season, they might actually just start to fade off a bit. But fitness is mad, isn't it? Like, I feel like we, I said it before, didn't I, that we feel way fitter for the pre-season we've had, and it's shown in the games. So I don't know how that's going to cope with towards the end, but the way Leeds play, mate, is just like constantly. I'm telling just you. in your face. Like no matter who you are, like no matter Liverpool, they were just running at Liverpool, like getting in the face and it was, it was crazy, wasn't it? But mm. I, think, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll, I think they'll be safe. And I think, they'll, like you said, I think they'll surprise a lot of people. Yeah. When you, when you see what they've gone up and done and you, know, you see that, other teams who, who went out, say Fulham are there now. And who else? West Brom. Yeah, West Brom. When you see what they're doing, how much, in it, how much does it kind of spur you on? Because you're, like, just a couple of months ago, you were playing against them, them teams. So now you're watching them and they're in the Premier League. Does it make you just think, nah, I need to just get there? Well, like you said, you just, like, you were playing them not so long ago and you, you actually coped all right with it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think we, we beat West Brom and, Drew, Drew with Fulham, I think, or like it's like the levels obviously different in the Premier League, but I think you just you got to, you got a base off what you see, and we're seeing like doing actually all right against them teams. So Spurs, you want to say, look, we can we can we can beat these sort of teams and, and try and try and get the Premier League. I think I think that's how you've got to think, really, isn't it? So yeah, right. So this next part, yeah, I need to put a disclaimer in because. I don't want to start any transfer news. I don't want to, um, whatever. I'll just edit it anyway, if, if it's too much. But how hard is it as a player, yeah, when, because you've been at Blackburn now for, like you say, what? Three, yeah. Yeah, three, four, know, three, four years. years? Three years, I think. Should really know that, shouldn't I? Uh, went on loan, signed, had another season. Had another se- yeah, three, four years. Four years. You've been at Blackburn four years now. And in that time, no doubt, especially during this off-season, I know that teams have probably shown interest in you. Right. How hard is it as a player to, to, 
to know when to go, but also want to show loyalty, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because, um, do, do, you get, do you get what I'm trying to say? Because yeah, yeah. obviously black men are giving you a chance now. Now, yeah. the team come in for you. How much of it in you is like, you know what, they're giving me a chance, let me just stay here, blah, 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 blah. Unless I'm gonna, unless it's an offer that you just can't refuse. Do you know what I mean? Does loyalty just come into it? I think that's it. I think it's just if, if there's an offer that the club can't refuse and you can't refuse, then I don't see why, why you wouldn't leave. But like you said, it's hard, isn't it? Because you get so much like, oh, these want you, these want you. But nothing's ever con- concrete. You know, it's like, I had, a, I had it at Comrie a lot. Mm-hmm. Obviously, so I went, obviously, start the season at Cov, and it came to January. Mm-hmm. And like, clubs were interested from the championship and stuff. Um, but I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with that sort of stuff. I never, I never let it get in my head because mm-hmm. if it gets to your head, you just become, you just become a prick, mate, and just be like, oh, I'm better than <laughs> I just feel like I'm, uh, if it gets to your head, you just think, oh, I'm better than these. Like, mm. That's not the mindset I've got. It's always been like, oh, like, just keep working hard and whatever will be, will be. Like, that's, that's how I say it. Like, take every day as it comes and if something happens, something happens. Like, it's not it's out of your control kind of thing. Mm. Have, you seen people, have you seen how people treat you differently in regards to, like, mirrors? It mirrors your form and how you're doing in a channel. Do you go places now and they give you a bit of extra attention, if that makes sense? Like even players or staff. Um, you see, you see it a little bit, like, um, but like you said, every every, every player is different, isn't it? All the staff are different, players are different. Like, we we obviously on that on that point, we obviously know know who good players are in the championship. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not we're not stupid, and when we come across them players, we want to we want to try and stop them. Like. Yeah. That's that's the way it is, and you, but touching on the other thing, the transfer you've seen, I think I've touched on with Ben Arama, like he was for mm. us, like the best player we've come across, mm. and he's and he's still in the championship at the minute. Like, I don't know what's going to happen there, but obviously seeing Ollie Watkins leave as well, it's it's kind of like, well, how do you turn that sort of money down? And thirty mil did he go for? So yeah, Brentford as a club, I'm sure I looked at it and thought, well, we can't turn that down, can we? So. Mm. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of out of the player's control on that sort of side. Yeah, like it's not, it's not me who's gonna go around looking for clubs, thinking, oh, I'm better than Blackburn. Like, no way. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm here because Blackburn have, like you said, have shown trust in us and shown that I can play in this league with them and try and help them get the Premier League. And that's all that's on my mind really at the minute. Yeah, I mean, well, hopefully, you know, like I said, like you weren't too far off. Um, you went too far off last season, and judging by how you lot started the season, that the season, the games that I've watched this year, so I watched the the Bournemouth one, and you guys played well. I thought you were kind of unlucky, but Bournemouth also did really well, to be yeah. totally honest with you. And um, which other game did I watch? Your hat trick, Wickham. Wickham. I watched that game, and um, you guys do look much better, considering I watched you lot beat Tottenham Charlton last year, two 0 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And both of you are absolutely rubbish. So both <laughs> <laughs> you're rubbish. But, but Charlton, Charlton won't break that game either. But no, in all in, in all honesty, like you lot won to you know, but I weren't really excited. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Whereas this yeah. year you're looking obviously it's, it's early in the season, but you're looking fresher, you're looking like you have more ideas, you're looking more solid as a unit. More, more options. I feel like there's mm. more options on the pitch. Everyone We've worked on it for two seasons. Everyone knows 
what what the gaffer wants and what, how we want to play. Like, mm-hmm. and it's kind of just come together. I think like everyone just knows what to do. We've got way more forward runners, like more people in the box to score goals. And I think that's what we were missing last season is like scoring the kind of like the little tappings, the scrappy goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't get loads of them last season. And like you said, for myself, I've had I think I've had about four tappings now, so yeah. so I'm buzzing. Yeah, absolutely buzzing. They're all they're all goals, mate. Um, yeah. But how important is it for you guys to not you guys, but in general? Like you said, you've been doing it for two years, and your squad has, for the most part, stayed the same. Like the core, yeah. the core state. How important is that, though, in regards to building and you know going on, you know, yeah, achieving what you want to achieve? Yeah. It's huge. Like you said, we lost a, we lost a couple of massive characters from, from last season mm. and so for this season to keep a hold of obviously you've got John O who run the change room John O Benno Charlie Mulgrew um, Daryl Lenahan you've got big senior players mate who who kind of run the change room and just, just other senior players you know who, who the young lads look up to and like you said before that, that, that core in the team um, is huge and I'm still a youngster myself so I Still like learn off them sort of guys every day and try and try and keep getting better. Like so, so. Who are who are the main leaders in the changing room though? Um, um, I think Brad would like to say he is one, but I, f- I feel like Brad's more on. The, I feel like I feel like Brad's more on the pitch. Like, yeah. Great lad, he's a great lad off the pitch, but on the pitch he's like, you see him working so hard, working his balls off, making tackles. You just think. I need to work hard for him because he's doing it. That sort of side. But like off the pitch, you've obviously got like, you've got Benno who's just, he's unbelievable off the pitch, Benno. Like speaking to the young lads, like you speak to anyone, Benno, I'm sure you come across him. You can chat yeah. for days. Like, so. um, I, heard him always, and, I heard he's always got a question. He's always got a question and he's always got an answer. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he's brilliant. And like you said, you've got, Mulgrew, who's still around the training ground, I don't know what's going to happen with him, but he's brilliant with the lads. And obviously Dara, Dara's a leader as well, who who helps the lads as well. Mm. What's um What's the gaffer like, from Tony Tony Mulgrew, as a manager? What is he like? Because from the outside looking in, he seems quite militant, and you know my way is the my yeah. way or the highway kind of guy. But what's he actually like? He's he's great, I think. I mean, the lads the lads love him. Like he's like, he's it is how we see him. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he wears his heart on his sleeve, and he's just got a proper winning mentality. Um, and he's shown the last few years of, of what he's done with Blackburn, of how how progressive they've got. Um, and to me, be a part for me to be a part of it is is mint. Like I'm enjoying I'm enjoying it. I think the lads are enjoying it, and he's a good man manager as well. You know, he knows. Knows when to put your his arm around you and, and kind of get you going, or but he's got the other side where he can tell you you need to like book your ideas up and stuff like that. So yeah, okay. I feel like he's got a mix. I feel like he's got, he's, mi- he's got a mixture of of pretty much everything. So. Yeah, and he's got loads of, um, of experience. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah know, to see how long he's been at Blackburn, and he's been there for a couple of years. But when I saw his age, he's only fifty six. I feel like he's been around for ages. I know. He's, well, he's at West Brom, money West Brom, Celtic, Middlesbrough. He's been yeah, he's been out for ages, and he's he's only fifty six. So he's got yeah. plenty. He's got plenty of time left. All right, cool. I've got a question coming from someone on Twitter. 
had a couple in my DMs, but you know, I'll ask only a couple. Um, favorite position, playing out wide or number 10? Do you reckon you can do that? Um, well, I played, I played, uh, I played on the wing pretty much most of the season last season, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I, I enjoyed it at the time. You know, I was, I was still chipping in with goals and that, so I, en- I enjoyed the wing. But I used to play ten at, um, at youth level. I could always play like I was always a nine or a ten. Like mm. back then, there was like a number ten position, wasn't there? So I played that quite a bit, and I enjoyed that, but. I don't know if I could choose from one. Um, I'd probably say probably a winger, just because I played it last year. So yeah, I choose. I think, like you said, I think it's what you said. The number ten role, it's not there anymore, man. Nah. And I'm so annoyed because we all love a good number ten. But it also- <laughs> you know what? If you were there, I'd I, I love. I love him. I love yeah. him, but. You know, this is a conversation that me and my boys have regularly had. A number 10 role, it's kind of disappearing from, from football. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you as a player in this day and age now, are you noticing that as well? That you don't really get those number 10s? There's definitely a lot lot less in our league now who play number 10s. Because um, mm-hmm. obviously we look at every team, don't we, before we play them. And it's very rare now that you've got a, a number 10. Like, it's just, you've always seen we've got three midfielders or... Two up front, like you're never really playing with a number ten, but mm. I don't know. I think it's coming out of the game a lot. I don't know. I don't. Arsenal don't play with one anymore, do they? So no, that's what I'm saying. Man City don't. Like, a lot of the top teams don't actually play with with them. And and when you do get a good number ten or someone who who would do well in that position, they get pushed out. So like, do you think, do you think that's affected? Do you think that's affected Ozil? Uh, where well his situation? I think. Oh, what not playing. Not just number ten and not playing and oh, hundred percent. I think, I think if if you're gonna be a number ten, the good number tens always have players around them that can get them the ball into yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I think Ozil suffered when for this is my just personal appearance, and I don't know anything. Ozil suffered for me when Santi Pozzola went at the team. Yeah. And now you see Ozil when he does play, he picks up the ball in, in his half and can't really do anything. He's not he's not blessed yeah, with yeah. speed to then go and that's not his thing. So and with the way Arsenal play now, we don't have the capacity for a luxury player. No, it's, just, it's just graft. That's yeah. it. It's graft, graft, graft. And yeah. But I I personally do think that. If Ozil plays, he, he increases your, your team's... Um, oh, 100%. That's just the quality of the player, isn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I still... So I don't know why he's not playing. I don't know. But, you know, it's, it's a sad one, which... Get him, get him in Newcastle. <laughs> we'll take him. No way. No way. <laughs> no way. Get out of here. For, for you to just get the ball from Lascelles, just miss him and go straight to... <laughs> go straight to Andy Carroll. <laughs> But um, there for the knockdowns, mate. Don't worry. You know what I was thinking over the weekend, yeah. For all this good football, yeah, that everyone likes to play and work, yeah. a, a ball up to the to Andy Carroll and for a knockdown will always cause trouble. Problems, mate. Problems. It it's just it's different, isn't it? Like it's just you've seen like you've seen teams go out of the way of playing long balls and teams were known for long balls, weren't they? But 
mate, if you if you're battering them at doing it, why would you stop? Like, yeah, like it's 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 so. I was I was literally watching the game and Liverpool, not Liverpool. I keep saying Liverpool, and um, Newcastle didn't have any answers, and Tottenham were managing them relatively easily. Yeah, yeah. Andy Carroll comes on, and all of a sudden, it's just <laughs> problems. And it was his header that led to the. Um, yeah, the pen. You know where it's gonna go each and every time. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I used to think about championship football. It was literally just like that. I think that's what championships changed a lot now. Like, mm-hmm. there's way more teams that one possession football now than than just long balls, um, getting knockdowns and staying there half the pitch. Mm-hmm. I think it's way more possession of football now. It's more enjoyable. Like everyone's, especially for us, we're enjoying it and. We know when to play long and when not to. So, yeah, I think that's the, yeah, I think that's definitely why I've been able to watch, um, you know, Championship football a a whole lot more because I can watch any football. Do you know what I mean? Like from Ryman League all the way up to whatever, but to watch it for enjoyment, well, I can only only watch it if it's scrappy. If I know someone playing. If I don't know anyone playing, I'm not watching it. I'm not going to lie to you. But no. when I see good football, it's easier to watch. So yeah. you know, last year, when you get in the um, Brentford's playing football, and yeah, yeah. it makes it easier to watch. So I'm definitely happy that there's no more of that. I mean, you still you still see it every now and then, but it's not it's not nice to watch, is it? As a fan, like, it's not yeah. nice to watch. It's like. it's not nice to watch at all, man. What was it like for you playing against um, Ethan Pinnock? Um, yeah, well, he's similar. Really. I think was he at Barnsley? I think he came. Mm. He was at Barnsley. Obviously, signed for Brentford. And mm. He's he's done really well, hasn't he? Like, especially for Brentford last season, I thought I thought he was brilliant. Um, coming against him, I think we actually done all right against him. We drew two two, and we beat them one nil at our place. I didn't want to bring up that two two game because. Someone missed the chance, and someone uh, missed the one-on-one. One. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bring that up, you know, but yeah, um, we should have we should have won that game, but <laughs> some some idiot missed. So, ain't, it, so. ain't it crazy how that's your bread and butter, like yeah, but yeah. But then I mean, I, I don't, I know it's probably bringing flashbacks. You're just gonna start like. <laughs> but yeah, like, is it hard to, as a striker, to get that out of your head after the game? Not so much in the game, but after the game. In fact, how does it affect you in the game as well? Um, I've always been brought up off my dad. Uh, like, you drilled into us, like, look, you're going to have, you're going to make 10 runs a game, get the ball twice, you're going to have 10 shots, you're going to probably score one or two, like, you can't let your head drop when, when you miss a, a miss a sitter or when you miss a 1v1 or you make a run and you're offside or you make a run again and you don't get the ball. Like I've always had that drilled into us where you can't let things affect you on the pitch. Yeah. They never really affect us off the pitch, really, mate. I'm, I always try to just forget about the game and obviously we watch it back and stuff and you see things that you've done wrong. But when you're back in the house, I like to just give me misses a restaurant football and not constantly be thinking about it and being miserable in the house and that. So I kind of just let it slide after the games and stuff. Have you ever had a miss so bad though that you take it, you take it home with you? Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. I've definitely, I've definitely had some in the, in the, in my time 
I've definitely missed some sitters, but mm. I just concentrate on the ones I score. So that's the main yeah. thing. He's got. What was the one you scored? Was that against Cardiff last year? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. From, from, from long range? Yeah, that was a nice one. Well, yeah, it was a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> how, much of a, how much of that is this instinct in regards to taking on, deciding to take on the shot and whatnot? And confidence, man. You need a load of confidence to just do that. That's it. If I, if I, I honestly believe if I wasn't doing well at that time, like I'd scored, like, I think, a lot of goals towards that end of the season. Mm. Or if I wasn't confident, I definitely definitely wouldn't have took the shot on. Like, I just confidence was going through the game. I had a few chances before, knew that I was playing pretty well. And when it wrote, like when it came across to us, I just had one thing in my mind. Like, yeah. I knew the keeper was off his line from just like, being the awareness of what's around us and stuff and where he is. And it could have been one of them, mate, where I just went in row Z or yeah, went in the or went in the back of the net, and luckily it went. When sweet as a nut in the back of the net, so I'll take that one. You as a striker, yeah, what strikers do you, in world football now, do you look at and think, oof, how good are you? Aguero, right now, like, Aguero and Suarez, like, the things they do, it's just, it's just madness, isn't it? Like, yeah. I feel like Aguero's more, like, instinct as well, like, he could just, he could score from nothing. Mm. And, He's he's hold up player for the size ones a, a joke as well like, and that's Aguero for me is my um, favorite striker in the in the yeah, program. and there's this thing on this podcast where they'll they'll tweet me after I say this now because people don't people think I don't like Harry Kane, and yeah. I love Harry Kane. Oh no, I don't love Harry Kane. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't love him, but he's a he's a very very good striker, but. For me, Aguero all day is just—he's just the just, uh, for strikers, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. His consistency in big moments as well, which is what separates him and Harry Kane for me. Do you get what I'm saying? And for you, yeah, to I, I I agree with that. I think the obviously both unbelievable strikers. Like, mm. I feel like Aguero's just not like I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Like, I feel like Aguero could score. More of like goals from nothing than Harry Kane, like more like, and that's 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 probably the reason I'd say he's better. Um, but how can you misjudge Harry Kane though? Like, obviously as an Arsenal fan, you're thinking, ah, oh. but the things he's done, mate, is incredible as well, isn't no, it? So, when and this is what I'm saying, when I when I really look at it, like he's a top 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 striker, and he over the years his game has improved so much because yeah. before it was just about scoring goals, and I felt like he was quite selfish. Whereas now, as you're seeing, he's he's improving the you know bringing other people in and assisting yeah. people now. Do, do you know what I'm saying? And I just want to see what happens when him and Bale comes. I mean, when him. him so what, and you, what you what you're saying is you'd you'd take Kane over Bamiyang in the Arsenal team. Is that what is that what you're saying? Ever, <laughs> ever will I take Kane over Bamiyang? Bamiyang is just no. Nah. He's so underrated for me. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He's for me. He's he is a he's world class for me. I have to just say he's world class because yeah. for what he's doing in that Arsenal team, Mad. it's just crazy. And he's doing it all from the left as well. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's yeah. he's learning. And again, I was talking about this on a previous podcast. He's learning to just know how to just put a ball in the back of the net. He knows where to be. 
he doesn't he doesn't he's not associating himself anymore with the build up and yeah. his job boom back in the net and he's doing it at crazy levels right now. I don't think he gets talked about as much. Like he doesn't get really. I think he's got to be in the categories of the best strikers in the world at the minute. Like he has to be. He has to be. He has to be. But uh, he will for whatever reason. But exactly, he doesn't get talked about much for my liking. Like no one really. Like you, you talk about Aguero, Kane, Suarez, Lewandowski, but he's never like no one ever mentions Aubameyang, does it? I know, but it's one of those things where I'm all right if they don't. <laughs> As long yeah. as he keeps, as long as he keeps scoring the goals for for Arsenal, and, and he still, if, he was, if he was talked about that, I mean, talked about that, that he might not have signed that contract. Let me put it that way. But yeah. then again, he, he he turned down Barcelona, so. Yeah. yeah. But to be honest, I'm glad he did it. That Barcelona one is. I feel like that's one of them ones where you go there and it's not, not everything's no. rosy as, as as it seems. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I feel like there's so much politics at that club in regards to yeah. in regards to play. what's that like actually politics at a club for obviously there's politics at all clubs but ah even better you at Newcastle so does the politics of what's going on there ever filter itself down like because obviously you know for years and years you know there's been the whole Mike Ashley ownership, blah, blah, blah. Do you, as a player, ever, did you ever feel that as well, come down, or is it just like, oh, what's going on up there? Um, a little bit, because obviously there's players who are experienced players at the time who are maybe in the last year of the contract and mm. they're getting kind of treated differently than what they were when they had four years left of the contract. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing. It's kind of like when you're in your last year of your contract and maybe you're not wanted anymore, it's kind of like just pushed to the side a little bit and not really like not being shown any love anymore kind of thing. And I think that that just that happens at every club, I think. So, but when, when we don't really deal with, like you said, like I said before, we don't deal with the owners and, and that sort of side of it. So, we mm. just see every day as it comes, really. You as a fan, though, were you gutted that the um, takeover didn't happen? Oh, as a fan, definitely. I think, I think the whole of Newcastle were, weren't they? Um, <laughs> I had, um, I had, what do you call it? Um, Jamal Lascelles, Jamal Lascelles on my podcast. Yeah. And we did um, an Instagram live. Yeah, yeah. An Instagram live and then literally, it was around about the time where they were talking about a takeover and what. I had a thousand people on my live <laughs> all just all just commenting cans 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 <laughs> literally that that's that they were just getting so crazy for the takeover and yeah. and I'm kind of gutted for them that it didn't happen but you know imagine though imagine a club like Newcastle being back in Europe and Champions League and mm. I mean I guess you might have, you've probably been to St James I don't know if you have but no. the stadium's incredible like the atmosphere. You're getting you're getting fifty two thousand every week, mm. no matter who you play. Like, yeah, they've done it in the championship. They're getting fifty thousands in the championship. Like, that's actually unheard of. Unheard of. That's absolutely crazy, man. And yeah, I, I don't know. And the thing is, Newcastle is one of those clubs, yeah, because because of how big of a club they are, and because of the like the love that their fans have, you can't yeah. help but like Newcastle and want them to do well. 
Like, yeah, yeah. when they were in the championship, you didn't want to see them there. No, you, no. You don't, no. You don't really want to see them there. But I'm going to say, I'm going to expect you to say this, but you look at them on the pitch and you're like, what's going on? You have players there. You have players like, for me, John John Shelby, who at times has been very unlucky to not be called up to England squad, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've got the Callum Wilson, you've got the Jamal Asos, you've got St. Maximin, even though he's injured right now. Like, there's yeah, players yeah. Who, who can actually do bits, do you get what I'm saying? But I don't know what's going on. For whatever reason, it's not working. But, you know, hopefully when they sign you next year, um, <laughs> I'll play, I'll play. But hopefully, um, I don't know, things can happen and it, get, and it be turned around. Like, do you enjoy watching them right now? Hard, it's, it's hard because half of them are my mates. Like I still speak to them, but it's just I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's a hard to watch at the minute. Well, the Tottenham game was. I mean, they just bad us from the start. It's like it didn't look like scoring, did we? Um, but like, if, if Castle got took over and chucked a bit of money into it, got the right players in. It would, just, it would just give everyone a lift. I think it would give the players a lift as well, definitely. Because yeah. it's been hanging over the players' heads for so long. Mm. Like, it would definitely give them a lift as well. So, like you said, as players, from a player's sort of view, you're just, you're just taking every day as it comes on you. You're not really... You can't focus on what's happening outside of football. Yeah, no, I, I definitely hear that. And um, last question um, before I um, wrap this up. Because this person was, he sent me three of the same questions, so you must really want me to ask this question. Um, what's your favourite moment from Coventry? Your favourite um, memory from Coventry? Um, favourite moment? I'd say my debut. Favourite moment because it was my first. You scored two, didn't you? Yeah, I scored two. Yeah. I beat Wigan, you so that was definitely my favourite moment. Mm. I mean, I was, yeah, I'd have to say that at Coventry because coming from Newcastle, being on the bench, getting on the on the pitch for like five minutes and playing 23s football, just going into proper men's football and scoring two straight away was was a massive moment for me. Like, so I'd definitely say that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, Adam, thank you very much for this. Yeah, it's pleasure, been, man. It's been um. To be honest, it's been one of my worst ones. So, I'm not that. you mentioned Harry Kane. We're a bit gutted now. Oh, man. And you know what? Someone's going to chop this up and send it to me like they always do. Ah, why don't you like Harry Kane? And, but, anyway. It, so long as they keep listening <laughs> and subscribing, I'm, I'm all right with that. So, um, yeah. No, thank you very much. All the best for the season. Um, who have you lot got this weekend? Uh, got Cardiff. Cardiff at home. Oh, not aware. Yeah, not aware. It's, it's a horrible journey, that. But nice to have them at home, mate. Yeah. Hopeful for this weekend. How they have they started off this year? Do you know? Um, I think they've had a couple of wins and maybe one loss. Maybe. I knew that. I know the last weekend, but play like semi championship football doesn't doesn't matter. Then you're not gonna beat anyone. So. Because even after sixteenth now and. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all because even um, Knott's Forest, oh my gosh, Knott's Forest, they're really, they've not started. Yeah, they lost the first three. 
Yeah, and they've got a good team. My boy Lyle's there, Lyle Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And Simon Cyrus. But that's what I'm saying. As bad as it, as it looks, they could go and win the next six and suddenly be third in the league. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. We'll that's the division. Well. So. Yeah, we'll see. So all the best against, um, against Cardiff. Um, no doubt, I'll be looking forward to seeing the Angel of the North celebration. Um, feel free to, if you score two, feel free to do a celebration for me. I'll, you know, I'll definitely, if, you do, if you I see you do this, what do you want? If I see you do that, yeah. then I'll love it. Um, yeah, me. <laughs> do that so that I know. Cool. But um, yeah, no, no. Thank you very much for doing this, man. And, um, you know, I've got a load of DMs. If I show you the DMs, I was getting that because, because you're coming on. So not just from um, Blackburn supporters. But I had a couple Newcastle, a couple Coventry. So um, thank you very much for doing this. And, um, Again, all the best for this season. I'm sure we'll catch up again later on in the year. But um, yeah, That's thank you very much. Yeah, pleasure. And you guys watching this, keep liking, subscribing, sharing, all of that good stuff. Um, yeah, just let me know what you guys think. If you want to shout abuse at, um, at Adam, all his Twitter and everything's going to be in the description. I'm joking, don't shout abuse at him, don't. Shout no. if you want. But um, yeah, guys, until next time, I'm gone.